Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another brand new bald movie on the Bald Move Prestige feed. We're talking about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 which has the most syllables of any title released this year, 2023. Uh, it, star- it stars a lot of the usual suspects, some new faces. Still directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Jim, I-, I-, I was reflecting about this on the way home. Like, would I say I'm a Mission Impossible fan? I've seen them all, and I like them. But some of them, like, I've only seen once or twice, and I'm kind of fuzzy about them. And when they interrelate to each other, it- it's a bit much. But I, mm-hmm. I I really like my experience of watching them. What about you? What about you? And what did you think of tonight's movie in particular? Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. You said there are, you know, some some old favorites and some brand new people in this. I couldn't tell you who's who, honestly. Uh, Tom Cruise, I think, is in most of these. <laughs> but that's about all I know about Mission Impossible. Uh, even though I've also seen them all. What what is it about the series? Like it goes in one eye and out the other. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Tom Cruise sat out the Ghost Tom protocol. That was the one where they just, you know, oh, yeah. he just decided not to be uh-huh. in, and they shot around him. Um, what did you think of this this movie? I liked it. Uh, I think it's so. So I I don't totally not remember anything about previous mm. Mission Impossibles. I remember the feelings I had coming away from them, and I think the last mm. couple of these, I've been like, all right, that was enjoyable in the moment but I don't think I'm going to remember it tomorrow this one's a little different I, I think I will remember this a little bit better than the other the last two I would say I want to add to that like I feel like and it just might have come across in our commentary that I didn't like the ones that are you know more like it feels like a trilogy of, of of things where it's like one thing flowed from another and it's like oh I've got this uh, Monahan and I got this other one I'm not sure which one is the one that he really cares about because I didn't and they're they're talking about the shadowy organization it's like the specter of Mission Impossible and I'm like huh this one felt very much like self contained you know like it mm-hmm. helps to know Ethan's relation to Simon Pegg and uh, Ving Rangs and and, and and all that but like I don't think it's um, super crucial and they also did this fun thing where they referred back to an event in Ethan Hunt's past which I think is entirely made up by this film <laughs> I think so I did Didn't a little bit it. of poking around but it kind of gave me that like I'm not sure if that but then I'm like I don't care and like I think some of these movies are like more or less ridiculous in the plot and the motivations and the mm-hmm. characters but the best of them have like a solid MacGuffin that you know, stands up to 30 seconds of reflection and just propels the plot from one high tech stunt to the next. And I think this is one of the best mission impossibles from that perspective. I agree. You know? I think this is like an ultra relevant, uh, bad guys want to take over the world plot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's kind of ripped from the pages of the headlines and those are always the best ones. Yeah. It's what it's in the zeitgeist. 
But um, I thought uh, I thought all the stunts were really good, and there's so many more that are not shown or even hinted at in the trailer. It's just amazing how many set pieces this film had, and how mm-hmm. like the sheer entertainment value it had. Um, yeah. I kind of wish they didn't show the mountain jump in the trailer. Yeah, I'm I'm torn because it added a lot of tension for me, or, or not, not even tension. It added a lot of like, no, I know no, exactly knowing, what you mean. F- knowing hilariousness, uh, uh-huh. I guess. Like I'm in on the joke here more than I uh-huh. would be if they didn't show me that stuff. Hmm. So I'm torn. You're, hmm. But the stuff would have been cool I, first time. Because I was wondering if the joke would play better if you went in that cold. But from the, the punchline antici- does, but th- but there's that anticipation buildup, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want to talk more about because uh, because I, I could I could talk more about it, but it'd arguably be a spoiler. So I want to yeah, save yeah. that for. But I yeah I do wish like uh, I, I I was thinking throughout the, the, a lot of the movies like wow this was really clean they did a good job cutting around all these exciting things like the best of these types of movies do. Um, but yeah, the mountain one. Mm, mm. Might have given yeah. away the store a bit. Um, let's see. They what gotta else give you a reason to watch, man. Who's gonna watch Tom Cruise movie unless he's jumping off a mountain? How satisfied were you with the amount of Tom Cruise running you got? Oh, I couldn't have handled any more. I don't think. I I would have had to leave the theater. A smorgasbord mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Tom Cruise running in so many different colorful environments and so many different lighting conditions, mm-hmm. so many different outfits on so many different surfaces. Yeah. And in front of so many famous landmarks mm-hmm. and travel destinations, it's like, you know, if, if there was an inst if there was a TikTok called Tom Cruise running and it was just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it should be. Yeah, you know what? Tom Cruise could actually make a shit ton of money with a GoPro and a daily. Like, I don't know how much that account would be worth after one year, but it would be in the eight figures, I would think. Yeah. Because um, I would subscribe. Daily Tom Cruise running? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just want to see him. And it just turns out he always ends up at like a coffee store. He's not running, you know, it's low stakes, <laughs> low stakes Tom Cru- Tommy Cruise running. Um, trying to think else. The action's really good. I'm not, again, uh, I'm not the. Go ahead. I was going to say, I like the humor in it. Uh, I think it's... uh, So so I'm going to make some comparisons to the Fast and Furious franchise here in a bit. Yes. In the spoilers. Um, It needs it. Yep. Where Fast and Furious has kind of a lot of dumb humor in it. This has slightly more highbrow humor, but it's it's also silly. And I kind of like it. Like the total mismatch there. What's that? I think... It's dad humor. This movie is loaded oh, with no. dad humor, and you are right well, in the fucking pocket for dad humor, sir. Yeah, you skip the dad part, but you I, there's something instinctive that's act. It's like uh, the your, it's time release. Yeah, it's the capsule. It's the masculine we're all version given. of the biological alarm clock ringing. Uh-huh. You're, you're getting into uh-huh. dad jokes now. Uh, <laughs> well, what is the equivalent of hot flashes? What are dad flashes? <laughs> yeah, just absurdist deadpan humor. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, I get, yeah, I, but it, it, it was really funny. It wasn't lost on me slaying some members of the audience. Oh yeah. Uh, we had a really, really rocking a mission impossible turned. I'm not even joking at a, at a two o'clock matinee. This, mm-hmm. this crowd was, was rocking. Um, uh, I'm, I'm super happy to see this hitting so close to silo. Cause I think Rebecca Ferguson is awesome 
and this is yes. like the one-two punch the the high-profile TV show and the high-profile movie that she needs to really boost her career. And I'm looking forward to seeing like her a lot of stuff. Already in superstardom, but this is like, yeah, this is like a, a hell of a one-two punch. What what else do I know her from, or what else should I know? Well, her from though we, I remember us first taking notice of her in Doctor Sleep. She was Rose the Hat. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know right. who the fuck she is, but she's incredible. Like for such a reprehensible character to be uh-huh. that kind of magnetizing, and uh, see what else? So it's, it's, definitely, she's been in Mission Impossible. Uh, oh, she was in Dune. She's Paul's mom. Really? Yep. Huh. Yep. I beat the buzzer. Okay. The producer. <laughs> the producer almost, almost, almost beat my neurons, but not quite. Huh. Uh, I don't remember her in that. But after this, really? this one too. I, you don't I remember think Paul's? Oh a, my god! No. I'm gonna have to chain you up and make you watch Dune before Dune Two comes out because oh, I that's, need this to. cannot stand. All right, all right, good. good. Yeah, all I remember is like I, the box and, and an attack somewhere in there. That's all I the remember. Box Dune. and an attack. Okay, and, and some right. worm, a big sandworm thing. I don't know. Honestly, more than I hoped. So. <laughs> more than I remember of the last Mission Impossible as well. Yes. Um, I it's, it's funny because like the last time I kind of got got my drubbings for you know how like I was saying like I don't know if I like this Mission Impossible because I just don't know what the hell's going on and a lot of people drug me so after that review I went I've since watched every single one of the Mission Impossibles whoa um, and I I still don't know that those the last three I fully un- could could articulate the, the the plots to so I don't know. Maybe I need to see him like five times. Yeah, this one has uh, a twisty plot, but in a way, I felt I understood a lot better than. And also, the other ones. in it, twisty in the way to first because like the first Mission Impossible movie is very twisty and relies on some leaps that feel like that that, that Joe bullshit. Uh, that's a trick it plays where it's like, oh, this is kind of clever, and I and then reality is like this. No, this is just ridiculous and random. But like, mm-hmm. it's just it just your just brain kind of goes along with it because it's fun. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie felt like that where it's like I'm not exactly sure every one of these pieces physically connected but AI <laughs> and cyber dominance and mm-hmm. you know uh, revenge yeah. fetishes that just, just just layered on a lot of things until you kind of just like want to you want that's what you want this movie to work when you're watching it mm-hmm. I do uh, I do and then there are some things that are just like go with it rule of cool or we need them yeah. for plot convenience yeah. We'll talk about in the spoilers more, but it, you know I can overlook them and say I enjoyed my time with Dead Reckoning Part I'll, One. Also, I, I feel like some of the later Mission Impossible's haven't done a very good job of mixing the balancing of all the characters, and I th- mm. felt like um, you know Simon Pegg and uh, uh, Ving Rames was very well integrated to the plot, and they all had their kind of like mm-hmm. moment to shine, and you know a little comic, you know a little 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 comic chemistry to add to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rames, he is the distinguished elder statesman alongside Tom Cruise. It's kind of been in all of them, but he also had yeah. some like good kind of sober, you know, like let me level with the Ethan kind of scenes uh, mm-hmm. that he's always done really well. As like I said, it's um, I don't know. I've been watching these movies for over 20 years. Uh, I, it's, it, it feels nostalgic at this point. Sure. If you want, I guess, some eye candy, this movie is just full of gorgeous people my god uh yes 
that's a lot of that's that's a lot of the fun of the movie too. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. attractive, extremely charismatic people, fully flirtatious in everything they do. Um, let me ask you this, because this is something I know you got a little bit of a a, a a whine about. I'm sorry, a complaint about on Dune. The fact that it's, it's a it's a two parter. It felt very much like like you know the movie just like screeches to a halt part two. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about this movie and its pacing? Do you feel like I felt like this it was is it was enjoyable a as its own or it, yeah? Dune has that weird tacked on setup for for movie two. This movie Kinda, doesn't. Yeah. This movie kind of is self contained. Ends at a logical point where you're kind of like, all right, we know the next step, but we're not going to show you any of that. We'll deal with the next movie. Whereas I felt like Dune went on about ten minutes too long. It, it had a good ending point and then it said nah let's do 10 more yeah this uh this felt like empire strikes back and that the good guys got a meaningful win but you also know mm-hmm. there is a fucking another shoe to drop there has been fiz- unfinished business yeah um and yeah like I said, yeah empire strikes back is i think a pretty good comparison um and <laughs> fucking high praise uh, but I, I don't know that it's unwarranted. This movie was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. I was kind of sort of dreading this movie because I'm like, man, I feel like anything less than like, I fucking love this movie. People are going to be irritated. But uh, I'm pleased to report I, I pretty much love this movie. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, back with more Bald Move. What else do we want to say, or do we want to just kind of move on to the upcoming movies, trailers? Yeah, we can do that. I got more stuff to talk about in spoilers. All right. Spoilers. Hear that? Going to have a whole club-only spoiler section. Expendables. Expand. Expandables. (laughs) Expandables 4. Expendables 4. Uh Uh-huh. It's more Expendables what you, I didn't see the third one. I'm so embarrassed for being neither during badass month. I'm having to make this confession. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. First two were fun. Nothing wrong with the first two guys on the back half of their careers. Kind of just shitting around, fucking around. Why not? Yeah. I don't know why I fell off that series and I'm still on the fast and furious series. and Some other dumb ones. There is some things like I I enjoyed the audience's genuine laughter at Sylvester Stallone staggering into the first scene and just being mm-hmm. unable to move his face or kind of even speak. Like it's, <laughs> I, I don't, there might be a, there might be a lot of unintentional comedy in these that could be seventy year old men at this point mm-hmm. grunting and sweating and punching each other. Dolph Lundgren with his long stringy hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I don't if this know. is a first run movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder how much Expendables three made. Did it actually make a bunch of money? Probably. 
A box office two okay against ninety million dollars made two hundred and fourteen. Nah, I don't know if that's that's probably world that's probably just U.S. not even worldwide. All right. Hmm. Well, hopefully they're coming back for good reason to pre- preserve the integrity of the Expendables line. Uh, do you want to talk about something that has a giant pedigree? Mm-hmm. Napoleon. I hadn't seen this trailer. It just came out like two days ago. This is Ridley Scott's take with Joaquin Phoenix being the big man of history. Uh, what did you think? I think it looks like I need to watch it. Good? I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix performances are always excellent. Um, and this it's is a- obviously a big figure in history. So yeah. the thing is, I don't know much about him. That's the th- I don't either, man. I don't either. Um, I hope it's not one of those things where I just have to fucking fact check the shit out of it because probably because like seems like the guy's life is fascinating enough. I'm, I'm and I'm definitely going to say that again about another biopic biopic here. Um, yeah, it, I I I will say that I wasn't as excited and hyped as I thought I'd be after it. It felt more like yes, I need to see this movie because this is like an important film. And it's going to have a lot of good information in it. But, like, I, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was kind of weird. But maybe he's right on for Napoleon. <laughs> I mean, I've said that after every Joaquin Phoenix performance. But they're True. always excellent. They're uh, always wa- it, extremely watchable. Absolutely. And I would say but, they look like they're going to explore the man's psyche more than anything. It's not going to be necessarily about his conquest. Yeah. It's going to be more about what it means to him. And I don't know... Are there yeah. Napoleon diaries? Do we have do we have like insights into the guy I firsthand? Mean, he was the Emperor of France. I think they probably have a lot of contemporary thought and writing on on him, you know. I'm just curious like states have made him. Yeah, I was curious if there was writings of his own that would shed light on what he was thinking. He seems like the type, the self-important type. Anytime yeah. you got a trailer where you're like, I was destined for greatness, and then it's like, How are you going to survive with the whole world against you? I will simply not make mistakes. Like you can't say mm-hmm. shit like that and not want to write <laughs> your own words down so you can huff them. It's like saving yeah. your own farts, man. Just, just for <laughs> sure. later huffing. Right, <laughs> Which right is in a something mason that's, jar. Uh, eminently relevant, relatable. Some of that, that's just, just like, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess great, great figures have to say that shit. But like, I think the Nolan was smart or whoever's marketing Oppenheimer is pretty smart to not lead with some of the cringier famous quotes Oppenheimer has. Because like, it's one thing to see that in black and white, but to have someone solemnly intone them into a camera. Uh-huh. I guarantee I that'll be in the movie. not make mistakes. Like, that's some right. funny shit. That's some funny shit, Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've re- one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen was someone saying that they had an epic fail opportunity and not using a very downbeat remix of Abba's Napoleon or Waterloo for the, oh, the background God. track of this trailer. Uh-huh. Can you fucking <laughs> imagine like a super slowed down, pitched down emo version? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, oh, speaking of pitched down emo versions of things, uh, I, the last voyage of the Demeter mm. really had the too drunk to fuck bullet with butterfly wings remix of uh, oh, S- yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. What did you think of that use? I think it's the stupidest use of that song I've ever heard. Yes. Maybe. It literally is only because it has the word vampire yes. in it. it th- th- you 
You're the you bigger fan, so I want to let I want you to rant before I get it. They do I, know that this song is not literally about vampires, right? They understand metaphor. They understand that he's not even talking about a vampire, he's talking about the world. Have you considered that it says the world is a vampire? Uh-huh. And it'd be really sick against the splash of blood on a sail? Have you considered that? I no, but it's not my job to consider that. I guess it's the movie it's bad. It's bad marketing. They should feel bad. I whatever. I, I can't get too upset about it. Billy Corgan's out there selling his songs. Do it, man. Whatever. You gotta check. I'm sure you gotta check for that. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one I'm really looking forward to: Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh yeah, this is the first Scorsese. real trailer I've seen of this, and it looks really good. DiCaprio. Um, yeah, it's another. It's a. It's a, one of those American stories. Um, yeah, that, like I felt like I within two minutes I kind of like okay I see exactly where this this thing is going. <laughs> Yeah, a guy um, sent in to bust, you know, to, to steal the oil yeah. from the Native Americans. Like kinda, he falls yeah. in love. He can't do it. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, you know, it's like a, 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 a Native American version of like the Tulsa situ- yeah. race riot situation. It's like, ah, damn, these fucking minorities are making out on the American dream. What if we just took it all from them? Yep. Uh, but. It does look like I've never heard of that particular story, and it looks gorgeous. And um, yeah, I I think there's um, I I don't it's it's, it's interesting because like there seems like there's like um, an unprecedented in the last few years kind of awareness of the culture at large being aware of like indigenous issues. Like you mm-hmm. just see it in the news in a way that I've never seen it in my lifetime. Anyway, I wonder if that'll actually lead to any kind of like political change and what that would look like because like I don't know, gosh man. it's really you know like you think about like how much it's like gotten into like the popular culture in the last few years with like res dogs and they get that like was that dark I forget it's not dark skies it's something like that and now it's hitting I don't know I just feel like this uh, I'm very curious to see uh, 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 and interested to see this film mm-hmm. me too uh, then Bob Marley one love Mm. Uh, I fucking don't know almost anything about Bob Marley's life. Same here. I mean, I've always assumed he was politically important. Um, I had no idea, mm-hmm. like, the, like there's assassination attempts and stuff involved. Um, it's another one of those, like, Napoleon. I hope this is really historically accurate because that's kind of, like, why I... I mean, this guy's life, if, if, if even half the stuff in this trailer is true, is super fascinating. You don't really need to... <laughs> Slick it up, it doesn't feel like. Right. Yeah, I'm interested a, in that one for sure. You know it's going to have a banger soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It's going to be real good. Uh, anything else? I, there's a couple others that we've talked about, like Oppenheimer. That's, you know, there's there's, there's a, a few that we've talked a bunch about. These are the only ones that are new. Did you want to say anything about I, I know it's not going to be Oppenheimer. I, yeah. So I, I know it's not going to be because it's Christopher Nolan movie and his movies are always huge and they've got a huge marketing push on this. Mm-hmm. But I'm sad that we won't get we won't get to use the pun Floppenheimer when this movie bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I really to. oh, boy. The bomb is the one that's really the one I'm feeling right now. I know. Yeah. Um, Floppenheimer, huh? 
<laughs> well, you know, I I don't know. Everybody, it's so weird because like uh, I've uh, is is Hollywood one of the panicest beasts of all time because like two or three f- films bombed this year. They were kind of shitty. Like the Flash was one sided, and suddenly it's like people are not going to see movies anymore. People are not going to see comic book movies anymore. Nah. I think you just you just released a bunch of stinkers in a row. Yeah, Avatar made two billion dollars. Fuck you. Yeah, you right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what do you, you mean? Know when Deadpool three drops, it's going to make like one point nine billion dollars worldwide. That just stop yeah. making, stop releasing shitty ones that no one wants to see, and then you'll probably stop people, releasing people bad opinions because that's just dumb and wrong. <laughs> yeah. I heard there's like when the day that Oppenheimer and Barbie come out, uh, this is like record, like the, the number of pre sales. Mm. Um, it's like a truly epic in the amount and like a letter was there's something like the, the I think it's AMC was releasing statistics about the number of their like um, movie pass club members whatever the hell they call it how many people are buying like double double features they're doing the Oppenheimer oh, yeah. Barbie double feature <laughs> nice it's like super high mm-hmm. uh, I man I, I feel it's like a meme storm man the perfect meme storm I know, and it is. That's the thing. It's like it's mm-hmm. the, both these movies have wall to wall coverage in pop culture, and it's kind of been self sustaining because like it's the ultimate opposite programming, mm-hmm. and people are having so much fun with like you know he's like the Barbie team posts the Barbie house, and you'd think that'd have nothing to do with Oppenheimer, but then someone posts a picture of Oppenheimer chewing on his knuckles and looking like he's looking into the end of the world and saying. Oppenheimer team considering whether or not to do the funniest thing ever possible like he's I mean just yeah it's a it's a self-sustaining engine at this point should we get our YouTube video uh, titled why Barbie is secretly more important than Oppenheimer ready I feel like 17 people already have one in the their their YouTube creator studio uploaded but but sure that's definitely a take that would that would get some subtraction. I guarantee you there will be, um, might even be tons true. of that. Tons of that. And it's I all hope stupid. these and and all all funny business aside, I really hope both of these movies are good because it would be a real shame if Oppenheimer sucks. Uh it'd be a real shame if the Barbie yeah. movie sucks. Honestly, I don't um, I don't see it. Like Tenet was was a stretch and okay that movie wasn't yeah, amazing I didn't like Tenet but at all. Th- this is a a biopic i'm pretty sure christopher nolan can nail this it's just i don't know there's also just a lot of um i don't know this it's it's a controversial subject you know and you never know what uh if uh, uh, how those are going to go down and whether you know um if you're talking about sure. like inventing the atomic bomb that means so many things and so there's so many expectations for what you should say in a movie about that that and it's like it's not hmm. fair and Christopher Nolan can be like fuck you in your expectations I want to tell the story I want to tell and that won't save that won't save him if the it's film about- is perceived as bad unserious or not rigorous in its 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 take on some of these things um, sure I, I think look it's it's called Oppenheimer so it's largely going to be what Oppenheimer himself had to say about it and I think hmm. history has judged him to uh, have said the right thing True. in the end you know <laughs> but uh i don't know we'll see i'm super excited for that that's what next week uh two weeks from now and uh yeah that's uh that's the other movie yeah oppenheimer comes out july 20th we'll have the review out the, the evening before oh, that's next week is it next week yeah it can't next be. thursday 
Mm-hmm. Oh right, because we are. I was like, it's way too. But we saw this like on. That's right. It's one of those ridiculous Tuesday premieres. Yeah, the weekend is just starting right now. So I know. Uh, it feels like it. <laughs> I, I can't wait to have the rest of the week off. Uh, yeah, uh, Oppenheimer will be our next one. That's it for the podcast tonight. Unless you are a club member, if you want to hear all of our thoughts on Mission Impossible, spoilers included, watch the movie, join the club, support get ad-free feeds, tons more bonus audio content. I keep on hearing people on Twitter, Twitter keep on people, are you ever going to talk about Silo? Are you going to ever talk about Silo? Are you ever going to talk about Silo? We mm-hmm. did three podcasts on Silo. You just have to be a club member to hear it. Support.baldmove.com. Everybody else in the spoiler section.